Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are talking about Luke Cage season two, episode two, straighten it out. Dang. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, episode two. Uh, good episode. <laughs> is that all you have to say? I, I feel like this one was a little more directional than the last one. Um, it, it really, that first one kind of put everything in its place and introduced us to where everyone was in their lives. I feel like this one's starting to show me some of what they're going to try to do with this season. Uh, one of the big things I noted was the, um, the, 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 the story of family that's happening in two different stories. Yeah. And I think they're going to try to show us the difference between true love and true family versus, uh, other, other, another kind of thing of of love. Uh, the um, what interested me the most was Claire, the dichotomy they set up between Claire's love for Luke and Shade's love for Mariah. Yeah, um, yeah, and 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 how when when Claire sees the familial relationship has broken down between Luke and her, his father. She wants to fix it. She wants to bring like uh, a positive change to their relationship. And when Shade sees a positive change happening between Mariah and her daughter, he's just jealous. He gets bitter and jealous, and you can see him just scheming. Yeah, and that just, and I really seething. Uh, maybe it's <laughs> yeah, and it's just it's just an interesting dichotomy to set up, and I think that's going to definitely bear out over the next few episodes kind of what does family mean and uh, what does it mean to be a good partner for someone uh, and, and, ha- and how you should care about um, their, what, what, they, what they do or whatever. What did that guy shoot Luke with? It, <laughs> it looked to me like a gun that was modified from like six shotgun barrels. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. I wasn't and sure if it was like six Judas bullets or like. No. God, um, that would be so bad. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it did. It looked like six shotgun barrels, which we know. We know he's he can be taken out by a shotgun blast at close range to the head, at least uh, knocked out. So, so I think blunt trauma is still a problem for Luke. Well, yeah, it's the it's the force. It's the jarring exactly. force. Like his skin, and is, that's what. That's what took his shoulder out of socket. Like, his skin can't be penetrated, but his muscles and bones are still, like, they're still subject to the range of motion that people can go through. Yeah, absolutely. Even though, even though he had his, like, phenomenal display on the football field doing the training. And oh, that was a super that. fun scene. That was so fun. I don't know where Tony Stark is at this point. Right? <laughs> like, it, it, Tony Stark, like... Uh, trudge through YouTube to find these to find to figure out who Spider Man was. Why is he not on the doorstep of Luke Cage right now? That's a good question. Because this, it, it like you know, uh, one of the reasons we've talked about how the movies don't interact with the TV as much is a lot of these people are kind of like under the surface and kind of secret. And uh, Luke Cage obviously had got some news reports last season, but he was still sort of being, um, being under the radar. With, with most of what was going on, but this was like, you know, 
he's literally like trying out for <laughs> for something. We don't know what he's trying out for. I don't know if that was like just a display of, of what he can do, or if that was yeah. like him, you know, like going out for the for like to be a, a draft member or something. Yeah, like, yeah, to no, be drafted he, for the NFL. I think. I'm not sure exactly what why they organized it, but it did it did seem like it was possibly uh, to for them to get sponsorship. Which he's like talking to Nike about sponsorship. Yeah. Oh, I wonder how that's going to go when Luke is going to obviously be brought down by Bushmaster. Exactly. Like, I think that's gonna. That's what's gonna happen. It's gonna. It's gonna f with his money. You know. Yeah. It's like you're screwing with my livelihood, man. Come on. Yeah. Because I mean that's that's clearly going to be what goes down there. What I uh, what I like is uh, speaking about Bushmaster when uh, when his friend told him, or the I guess it's his father uh, when when his father told him, you know I know a place where you can get the things that you need for your nightshade, and the next thing or you know a few scenes later we see like a holistic shop where it was talking about uh mariah's daughter and i was like wait no no that's gonna be the place yeah i thought so too (laughs) and then it turns out it is and everything's connected and yay (laughs) yep uh gotta bring all those connections together yeah yeah give them all reasons to interact um tie it up in a nice neat little package yeah yeah, because now, now Bushmaster can show up on Mariah's doorstep and claim to be so big and bad, and her daughter can be there like at the same time and be like, oh, this is the guy that had the thing. Because it seems like she knew what was going on. Yeah, her daughter probably even knows, might even know how to, inter- how to counteract some of what's going on. If she knows how to... If she knows what he's taking, she may know how to stop him, which will be interesting since she's kind of at this point on the opposite side, but she does seem like she obviously doesn't like what her mother does or at least doesn't trust her mother. They've had their problems in the past. So I'm, and she's a good doctor, but here, here's my fear for her. Um, last season was all about Mariah trying to be legit and trying not to turn into her mother. Now she's kind of given up. And she has become becoming more her mother. She's she's embraced the um, the Stoke side of her uh, family, um, sort of. She's still trying to legitimize the name, right? 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 She is, but she's she's still she's 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 actively doing illegal things. But she was sort of uh, behind this. But you remember, like with Cotton Mouth, she was mad at him for doing certain things because she was like, "Why are you doing that? We need to, you know." legitimize ourselves and that's still a goal of hers but what i what i fear with her interacting with her daughter who seems like a sweet loving person she's gonna um, turn her daughter exactly like her daughter's gonna end up having she's gonna realize that at some point that she's brought her daughter into this situation oh no yeah oh no (laughs) yeah it's no good oh that's i don't like where this is headed matt I don't want her daughter to turn to the dark side like that. I don't either, but I, I you know, we don't know her way. we don't know her daughter very well yet, but I have a feeling her daughter's going to get turned either turned to the dark side or just get killed um by by being connected to Mariah the way she is. So, 
she that's the thing like they they told I told her to reach out to her daughter for political purposes so her daughter doesn't know that yet um and she's reached out to her for for political reasons and um it's already making her it, it it she's already without she's not thinking about how it's going to affect her daughter she's only thinking about how it's going to affect her you know well yeah she's not thinking about the the danger she puts her daughter in just by having having her around the club and and around shades obviously who's mean mugging her pretty hard yeah <laughs> yeah he is oh. and like even his his friend Comanche was just like she took your slot, bro. <laughs> He's just grrr. Yep. So one of the things that I that I really loved about the first uh, episode of this season uh, is just that it sets the tone in Harlem as like, yeah, Luke may have done some good, but he still has a whole lot of work to do to clean everything up, and like all of the pieces still move. In, in the ways that they were moving before, he's just one guy. Yeah. And and it, it feels like that, that same uh, kind of... That same idea is, is rolling into this episode and, you know, going through the season. Like, there was a vacuum that was left by the people who were taken out in the first season. And that vacuum is being filled by all these other people and at this point it's it's a matter of escalation because luke is there so now bushmaster shows up and right well it seems almost it sounds like it was uh pretty unconnected the fact that bushmaster's there but now that he's there he's wanting to just he wants to take down luke just to prove that he can and and, and yeah, to, yeah. To take his name down he wants to bring him low um to to bring himself up i guess the the, the what I really have had me thinking in the last scene where he's attacking that man who's a, oh. who's attacking son, which was pretty rough, especially with the whole um, conversation going on with the with the pastor and which 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 wolf are you feeding and all that stuff. Yeah, um, that it, was... sounds, it sounds like Luke's been feeding the wrong wolf a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's it seems like Luke's been uh, kind of drinking his own Kool Aid, you know, yeah. high on his own name for sure. And what, what, uh, what, what also really made me think is the problems Luke's facing. These problems, these actual systemic cultural problems, are not really solvable with just fists. Yeah, yeah. And and I think like you think about like a problem. How do you solve a problem like Ultron? Uh, sorry, a little sound of music reference. Um, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> you, you you just beat Ultron. You stop the software or whatever. There's like, oh, there's a big node to punch, and then once you destroy that node, it you know stops stops what he's trying to do. Um, and of course, even those problems get more complicated when you think about Civil War and Sokovia and all that. But uh, regardless of that, like there's there, there's a there's a there's a bad guy to defeat when it's these systemic cultural problems. Uh, like when a guy's beating his wife and child if you beat him up for that maybe you stop him or maybe he just beats him up worse next time because of what you did you know um, yeah it's really it's really and may and maybe you maybe you just caused a little super villain in his child you know like or just 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 <laughs> answering violence with violence on this level is not really a sustainable model to try to actually stop these problems and and so 
it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, they're, they're they're definitely like dealing with some interesting questions this season. I like that. That's your uh, that at least you have a like a logical, well thought out view on that scene because my thought was man you're wrecking all of their furniture i thought that too no that totally <laughs> that crossed my mind is like you're kind of punishing them all this is a poor family living yeah in like this is a poor harlem family and you were wrecking their entire house destroyed their house yeah like i totally had that thought too <laughs> um, like you should have picked him up by the scruff and walked him out the door and then beat his ass in the street this, like have a uh, really he should have just had a talk with that guy this isn't a i mean he, he bad man Maybe he deserves a punch or two, but um, he pr- definitely didn't need to do it in front of his child the way he did. Yeah. Um, and probably could have gotten away with just threatening this guy. This isn't a hardened criminal you know, mastermind. This is a guy who probably has some anger issues and is, is doing some horrible things, but m- m- you know, probably isn't going to stand up to a Luke Cage. You know, He tried. Yeah. He did kick him. Hurt his leg hitting uh, Luke's balls, apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean, Luke had the the anger. Like, if we're looking at it from the other side, Luke had the anger of this guy attempting to to do some bad and actually doing some bad against him with the you know the six barrel gun, and then this guy is taking his anger out over you know Luke Cage on uh, uh, his girlfriend and child, and. That's not okay, but you can't take it too far, Luke. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, and he's like he's finally understanding, or maybe he might finally understand that being a hero is about that balance and feeding the right wolf. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Being a hero is it, it, it takes more than just the tough skin, and and I think he was a good man to begin with. He's always been a good man. But in the beginning, he wasn't a hero. You know, he kept, like, he, he really resisted the call. And and now it's it sounds like he's trying to accept the call, but now he's got to learn how to do it. Yeah. The whole first season was about him just, like, becoming a hero to some degree. At least the first half. And then it was dealing with dealing with Diamondback um, and running for his life, you know. And now it's, now it's, like, you're on top. How do you be, how are you, how do you, um make the right decisions as a hero. And then once he solves that, then he's got Bushmaster to deal with. So <laughs> yeah. it's def- definitely shaping up to be a fun, fun, some fun yeah, interactions. It's a hard season. life, hard life out here for a pimp. Mm-hmm. All right, man. <laughs> well, uh, I think you got anything else about this episode you want to talk about? No, nah, man, I'm just ripper and ready to get to the next Dial, one. Let's dive into the next one. All right, guys, we're going to be back tomorrow with more, uh, podcast. If you're digging these episodes and you want more of them quicker, you can sign up on Patreon. We're going to have all of our episodes, all of our Luke Cage episodes drop as fast as we can get them recorded and edited. So it should be a, a good bit faster than you're getting them in the regular feed. So um, check that out. We should have a bunch of them up by the second or third day. Um, and they'll be dropping once a day in the regular feed. Um, but yeah, check us out on patreon.com slash mcucast. Uh, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU. Um, if you want to support the cast, again, it's patreon.com slash mcucast. Uh, thanks, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. 
Until next time, true believers. Thank you.